Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, everyone. Before we get to the show today, just a little plug for our live show in Brooklyn on Thursday, July 25th. Tickets are getting close to selling out. If you want to come and bring a friend or five, you can find those tickets on thebellhouseny.com or at the link in our Instagram bio. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. You know, Claire, to be honest, I just want to be raw. And real. I just want to be real raw with you. And because everyone loves me, I I know that you'll really understand that. I do understand. And I understand that what you want from me is clarity. And I'm here trying to give you clarity because I'm never going to lie to you. I'm always going to be myself. Wow, I think we just wrapped up the recap. We can end the show. Oh, the episode could have been so much shorter if we had just had that conversation with Luke P once instead of 7,000 times. <laughs> Um, last night was really the Luke P and Hannah not getting each other show. Um, and Two we, ships passing by each other. Very slowly in, for hours. In the daytime. <laughs> and to break all that down, we're joined today by two very seasoned recappers, Justine Kay and Natasha Scott of hey. the... Wonderful podcast, Two Black Girls, One Rose. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> We're so Thanks happy to us. have you. Yes, um, and you can yeah. find their podcast on Patreon if you Check uh, it out. haven't checked it out before. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're really excited to dig into such a meaty episode. A lot happened. Mm-hmm. A lot went down. I mean, so wow. Mm-hmm. Luke P. <laughs> what a guy. You know, yeah. normally it annoys me when one guy takes up so much focus in a season. But I don't know. I find it kind of fascinating how he's breaking all the rules of how these interactions should go. Like, he's just Mm -hmm. being awful to Hannah. And instead of being like, you know what? I'm not taking this anymore. You're gone. She's like, I think he's really good deep inside. Maybe if I just explain to him that he should have feelings. (laughs) And they just keep doing it. And I'm like, this Mm. is something I don't feel like I've ever seen on the show before. She's like, if I ask one more time, I'll reveal a layer to him. And no, that is... We've seen who he is. <laughs> I feel like usually when there's like a Luke P-esque character, there's always at least 
a redeemingness to them. Like one nice characteristic <laughs> or something. He has nothing. So it's very He's a parody of a bachelor villain. Like he's yes. a, car- yeah. a caricature yeah. of a bachelor yes, villain. Yes. He's also like I feel like often the redeeming characteristic in The Bachelorette's eyes is that he's really hot. And I know that Luke is really hot to Hannah, but it's like... To Hannah. Hannah. It's yeah. only to Hannah for me to see it. I can't. He's, he's actually repellent. To right. Me. Yeah. yeah not oh, into yeah, it. no. Not Even when Chad was on the show and I did not like Chad not at Chad, all, yeah. we had issues with Chad. But I, like, objectively, like, if you removed yeah. his personality from it, I could see he that he's attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'll give him that. Ish. A little... <laughs> Yeah, compared to Luke. I know, and Luke P is 24 years old. And he wears boot cut jeans. I forgot about that. Right? Yeah. Oh, my oh. God. He's so young. <laughs> the youth. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So rarely do we really see what it's like to have two early 20-somethings just, like, having a toxic relationship on <laughs> yeah. this show. Honestly, yeah. I've never been more grateful to be out of my early 20s dating. Yeah. 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 For it's, sure. Yeah. No. It's like being a bad memories. We were talking yesterday how like mm-hmm. a lot of what we're watching this season is kind of triggering. Yeah. Like yeah. bringing it yeah. back to... Because you're seeing Hannah like discover her self-love and like battle with herself during this conversation with this man who has sociological pathic tendencies. <laughs> and it's just, it's not it's not fun to watch. It's just like oof, it's too yeah. much. Yeah, we are seeing memories. her grappling with her mm-hmm. fucked up socialization of mm-hmm. uh, how male aggression is hot like in real yes. time. Yeah. yeah, And it's just... Yeah, and it's not oh. like the usual thing where the bachelorette very quickly realizes what's going on. It's like watching your friend when you're 22 and you're like, don't go back to him. Remember how you were miserable all the time mm-hmm. and he treated you like crap. And she's like, you're right. And then the next day they're back together yeah. and you're yeah. like, you Ugh. just said so that you knew. about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and all the guys are kind of in that situation right now. So we dive back in. The Lukes have been sort of pulled away by Hannah to finish their fight before the rose ceremony. We left on a cliffhanger. And Garrett's being like, I don't know, guys. She's a tough cookie. She means business. I think she's going to make the right call. And I'm like, Garrett, Mm-mm. she's not going to make the right call. Yeah, where'd you yeah. get that? Narrator. <laughs> extremely, extremely narrator voice. She does not make the right call. <laughs> I mean, in the end, she kind of doesn't make a call. She um, walks off. Yeah. yeah. She's, yeah. yeah. she's, she's deferring that call. Yeah. Her call, though, I feel like she did make a call, though, because she didn't really defend Luke S, mm. which would have been, like, the right call to make. She or at actively least... did not defend Luke Yeah, she actively, actively did not was defend like, him. it's fine that you beat the shit out of Luke S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 In fact, I love it. It's yeah. my favorite thing about <laughs> Exactly. Um, so she does something sort of interesting where she sits the two men down and basically says, don't talk to me. I want to hear you guys talk. Mm-hmm. As if she wants to be a fly on the on wall the of mm-hmm. the Bachelor Mansion. But then she just ups and leaves. This is something we're seeing often now. Colton did the same thing. Yes. Yeah. With Onyeka and oh, Nicole. Nicole. Yeah. yeah. And as if this show isn't about you. Right. This show is about you. You have to be in the conversation. You right. can't That's exit the to the left. Point. That's the whole point right. of this. Or at least listen to it. It's yeah. like you can't sit them down and be like, talk to each other. I want to hear how you actually talk to each other. And when, then when they do it, be like, I'm not even going to deal with this. Right. Right. I'm above this. Yeah, like you, this away. is literally what you asked for. <laughs> right. right. Like, I agree that these men are incredibly obnoxious, but you asked them to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, although I did love when she was sitting there initially listening to them yell at each other that they were lying. 
um, the way that she was sitting there with the <laughs> dead facial <laughs> expression. Oh my god! <laughs> she looked like a little kid who like is like I have to sit through this like adult event so yeah. that I can get ice cream later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like resting her chin on her hand, like mm, sulking, yeah. just in need of a sedative of yeah. some sort. <laughs> I mean, I would Something. be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so she leaves the two Luke sitting in silence, and. Finally, uh, they decide to kind of continue the argument. And again, it goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke P. is like, I get why you're frustrated. I told Hannah I don't even know you that well, which is not something we saw him no. say. No. Uh, Lie number 1,250. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's constantly just like shifting a little bit. And suddenly you're like, the story is totally different now. From like, yeah. what started. Yeah. Happened. Um and Lucas is like, you're so full of shit. You've got it coming out of your ears, <laughs> which he just had a lot of lines. Locked Luke and loaded. has n- no good burns in his arsenal. <laughs> that is so really frustrating. Upsetting. It is. He does not protect himself very well at all. No. And he has a lot to go on. Luke P is lying on him, like, up and down. And he does not have a good defense for himself at all. You can't even help him. He can't help himself out. I for mean, someone in politics, too. <laughs> I know. Didn't like, you're you a political that? consultant. Yeah. Isn't he a fundraiser, though? Yeah, like, he is. He's not like yeah. a strong But I feel like there, there's probably some, there's James definitely a very clear metaphor in there, though, for, like, the Democratic Party going up against <laughs> Trump. Like, oh, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. That sounds like a think piece. Yeah. 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 I'm assigning that. Um, so I think Lucas played this wrong from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like he had every right to be really mad, but he personalized it in front of Hannah in a way that made him seem equally part of the drama rather than allowing her to kind of observe that none of the guys liked him mm-hmm. and right. that he was a violent psycho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, he should yeah. have kept the focus on we all don't like him. Like yeah. the right. collective unit yeah, of he us. he never even yeah. said, ask the other men. They were literally here for this conversation mm-hmm. between yeah. me and Luke. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he has witnesses. That yeah. he wants yeah. Luke to set the story straight is misguided. Naive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is, yeah. yeah. Um, but at this point, the evening is over. Uh, Hannah doesn't want to have any more cocktail party, which is unfortunate because they're like the only people she talked to. I know. <laughs> and she hates both of them right now. Um, so she stands one of the guys and I love her little speeches at the rose ceremony. She says, I think it's important that I tap into the strong woman that I am and follow my heart. And tonight I'm going to do that. I just really love when she just decides to get really boastful. It's just like, <laughs> I'm strong. I'm awesome. I really need to just access that I'm great in every way. I don't relate to that at all. I should yeah. probably give yeah. myself more pep talks that's like this. what I'm thinking. That's a conversation you have with you. Yes. I don't know if I would have that with my 14 boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> true, right? Well, she right. needs to keep them in their place. Yeah, she needs to be like, true. look, I'm strong. Like, don't come yeah. at me. Yeah, yeah she's true. outnumbered. This is all she has. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So as she's about to start, Luke S. steps forward and is like, can I talk to you? And she is very annoyed, clearly, but agrees. <laughs> She can't stand Lucas. No. Yeah. Yeah, She She wants nothing to do with this dude. I know. (laughs) I mean, what becomes clear is that Lucas has accepted that she hates him. (laughs) Yes. Um, He is at least intelligent in that way. He's a perceptive man. (laughs) So he basically pulls her aside and says, 
I'm sorry I caused you any pain. It's been really hard for me to have to defend my character. I just want to urge you to keep your eyes open, and I think you know who I'm talking about. And then he doesn't really say goodbye. He just, Mm -hmm. like, walks away. (laughs) Literally (laughs) turned and went down the stairs. Yeah. No parting words. (laughs) And she's like, okay, Luke S. is gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just Luke now, just Luke P. Um. And I, Mike says something like, I think Lucas is fighting for his livelihood as a man. <laughs> what does that mean? Very dramatic. <laughs> the drama. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's just a phrase that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, there are so many phrases that mean nothing that were uttered during this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many. First <laughs> uh, many. So uh, Chris then takes a rose from the platter of roses. Mm-hmm. Which implies that Luke S. would have been staying, but yeah. obviously he would not have been. No. Right. He's or maybe gone. it was yeah. just like, she's you're, no one's saved by Luke S. leaving. Like, I think that, yeah. Maybe oh, it was more. Okay. I don't, yeah. That was my thought. But it does sort of also seem to suggest that she was going to give one more to Luke. Rose. I don't know. Which was, and keep them both. We know it was not going to happen. So. Maybe yeah. she just wanted to keep having that conversation over yeah. and over again. Uh, so the roses go to... Peter, Connor, Dylan, Dustin, Mike, Kevin, Devin, Grant, and Luke P. Grant. Grant. <laughs> still out what here is Grant still doing here? I kind of love it. He's just like <laughs> chilling. He's like, I'm not trying. Like, no. why am I here? Nope. I know. It, nope. It's really growing on me. At first, I was not into Grant, and I'm increasingly into Grant because he's just like, a schlub who ended up mm-hmm. on this show somehow and mm-hmm. is like still, still there. Mm-hmm. He's like in it for... for the travel and free food. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He made it on an international trip. Yeah. yeah. I respect <laughs> his game. He just really reminds me of like going to your friend's barbecue and her like other friend's boyfriend is there. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you're like, is he maybe kind of a douche? But he's like funny and nice and like your friends like him. And you're like, okay. Like that's just like his vibe to me. <laughs> Um, which I kind of like. It's very comfortable. Uh, as Luke Luke's name is said by Hannah, I think it's Dylan turns to the guy next to him and says, that's fucked up, mm-hmm. audibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hannah probably heard that. <laughs> yeah. um, and she's like, I know they won't get it, but my heart still wants him, even if my head doesn't always. She needs to make some progress, I think, before she's ready to choose a spouse. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. she needs to be in some Absolutely. therapy. Yeah, like, oh, and I, I say sure. that as as someone who with love loves therapy and oh, thinks yeah. everyone yes. should be in therapy. Yeah. I mean, don't they allegedly have an on? They on do. Staff no, they therapist. do. She should be talking to that, to person, that person very regularly yeah. about yeah. Luke P specifically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, Luke P is bringing the drama. The drama. Oh, he's got to stay. So, yeah. He's got to stick around. The other men genuinely like each other, so this show yes, would be nothing, nothing. without Luke <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, going home, John Paul Jones. Ah, oh, JPJ. And Mateo, whose Mateo. sperm donation we never really got to no. talk about. Yeah. No. I was very intrigued by Mateo. <laughs> the story, I think he's so good looking. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've done too much, like, perusing he, of his Instagram. There are a lot of good looking kids out there. Yeah, good looking, but I feel, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's really lent his genetic yes. material. It's a generosity. I wanted more yeah. from him. I hope we see him in paradise at least. It's yeah. fu- I think we'll definitely see John Paul Jones in paradise. Oh, for, for sure. I yes. mean, he yeah. is paradise gold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's gonna sunburn so badly. Mm-hmm. I see him as like oh, no. a new, less gross Daniel. Like, just kind of a little weird. But not like a super creepy misogynist. Right. Daniel, yeah. the Canadian fruit. dude? Yes. Yes, okay, mm-hmm. I can see that. 
um, I, I don't know. That's kind of the vibe I see. Yeah, no, I think that makes complete sense. Yeah. Um, and Hannah announces that they're going to Scotland. Yay! Um, the guys don't seem super excited, but Scotland is awesome. Yeah, and thank you. Like, I want to go so bad. Oh, gorgeous. All just gorgeous. Like, when are we going to see Hannah in a bikini? Like, that's all <laughs> yeah, we care about. True. But see, yeah, true. Scotland is a great first international destination. I agree. Yeah. You just have to be careful culture. that, like, you don't end up like Caitlin, just like in Scotland. Ireland for, for Caitlin. Exactly. Yes, for it's an a equivalent month. location. Yeah. Kind of cold. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of sweaters, a lot of green yeah. space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved the 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 more shots that we got. The it was beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. I was really beautiful. thinking about Outlander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if um, anyone's seen that. But they kept really harping in on the Loch Ness monster, which I did not realize was a Scottish thing. Lochs are a Scottish thing, I guess. Right? Like it's like a lake. Oh my god, this oh, is so embarrassing. I'm learning <laughs> I a lot. Looked that up I was like, locks like bagel schmears? Like, what are we talking yeah. about? L O C H. L O C H, yeah. Um, so, Loch Ness is just like a lake, and then they're like, there's a monster. There's in a monster maybe. inside. Okay. So, I guess they're in Inverness, which is specifically where the Loch Ness monster is mm. um, or isn't, you know, depending on what you think about that. Um, she tries to pronounce that in a Scottish accent, which I'm glad mm. did not become a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, Luke offers a toast as they're, you know, toasting to the end of the rose ceremony. Oh, but he's like, this is for all the gentlemen, but mostly for Hannah, because this, that's why oh. we're here. To finding your forever and having the time of our lives while on the on hunt. On the hunt. Mm. My God. Mm-hmm. Imagine a man mm-hmm. you're dating just... Literally referring to you as like a carcass they are about to prey upon. <laughs> well, it's not a carcass yet. Not a, a soon to be carcass. Hopefully, like, a that's, carcass. That's the goal. <laughs> like the goal is that you are a carcass. Yeah, that's a really lovely way of of looking at it. I'd that's be awesome. so flattered. I'd be like, he wants to mount my stuffed head on his <laughs> <laughs> tear me apart so that I'm bleeding out. Oh, it's so romantic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is how he's operating. Yeah. Yeah, and if you guys read, mm-hmm. read the rules, the book, the rules, the yes. dating, they, that's how they refer to it. They're yeah. like, a man, if he has a carcass on his front doorstep, he would never do anything. But he goes out to hunt, then he'll go get you. <sighs> So, like, God. go be that deer running from that man. Wow. Yeah, really healthy <laughs> advice for yeah. all of us to follow. That's a really interesting yeah. way of putting it, too. It's like, if a yeah. man has a carcass there, he'll leave it there to rot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, no, he's going to be like, cool, like, free venison. <laughs> going to eat every piece of this. Um, the rules is, yeah, Right? <laughs> um, so, I love that Hannah brushed up on her history a little bit for this. Uh, episode. She uh, brings up Mary, Queen of Scots, mm-hmm. who had to deal with a lot of men and then ended up beheaded. Um, and she wants not to be beheaded. It's which a worthy I agree. goal. Yeah. I agree. She, she should want Good to goals. not be beheaded. To be fair, yeah. everyone got beheaded back then. That was the yeah, most common yeah. cause of death. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster also becomes such a big theme in this episode. Yeah. Um, well, Mike has nothing else to do for so many hours. So He's got to read up. <laughs> read up but on it the seems like literature. all the men got together and were like, they were like the Luke Ness Monster. Luke Ness Monster. Right? Monster. Yeah. 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 Let's make this a thing. We mm-hmm. had like five different guys bring that up. Well, mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing where like they have nothing to do. So if one person says it, then it's just right. everywhere. The they're taking yeah. a break from charades or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, let's <laughs> think of puns about each other's names. Um, so, 
Hannah meets them all in a pub, and she tells them that she hasn't opened up to them yet, but she really wants to, so she's going to do that this week. For sure. People keep opening up and saying literally no, nothing. nothing. We have learned nothing, nothing about any of them. How are we this far in? And the only person who's actually told a personal story is Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Some other people have, but that's true. And Tyler. And Tyler. Oh, oh this right. is Tyler. And Tyler. Yes. Tyler. This that's is true. Right. Oh, and Jed. Okay, Jed. Fine. I was gonna but say, still, there's no, usually we usually know more. I think we've learned more about the contestants, which like is often kind of true mm-hmm. on these shows that we never hear that much about the lead. But it always annoys me. Like, why don't we know anything about Hannah? At some point we Nothing. have her talking about her, like, how she used to define herself through men. And, st- and first of all, I was like, you're 24. Like, how much right. time have you had to do this? But also, <laughs> tell us about some of those relationships. Yeah. Like, we right. don't know some any details. of this. Because yeah. yeah. usually it was a former contestant, and we didn't learn anything about Hannah that whole time she was on Colton season either. Except yeah. for about Kaylin. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Except for her conflict with Kaylin. And we That's still it. don't know what that was about, so we didn't really learn that, Yeah, yeah. That was talked about in circles. We have yeah. no context to Hannah, None. basically. No. So it's very hard to, like... Sympathize for her, go along with her on this journey when we don't know, one, why she's so enthralled by Luke P. <laughs> Clearly it's based on something, but we don't know that. So we can't even. Right. right. We I don't mean, it's probably part of some larger pattern, which she indicates, but like mm-hmm. we have no yeah. emotional context for it. Exactly. And it's, it makes it really hard to connect to any of it. Mm-hmm. I think the lead mm-hmm. is in too much control of their narrative, and so they can present it as like general like themes that they think are flattering to them or yeah. like sympathetic but what you know people don't necessarily want to spill their guts about their past relationships or whatever but that is what is more interesting yeah. unfortunately mm-hmm. um so she starts right away she invites mike to come join her yay this is the beginning of Mike's smile being the star oh of the my episode. God. Oh my God. He does not stop smiling. Also, between style. him and Hannah, both of them have like Enormous have smiles, smiles that just take up their entire yes. faces. <laughs> like, these are the two happiest people I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. He has one of his smiles where like his eyes practically close. Yeah, because there's yeah. like so does Hannah. <laughs> yeah. They're very similar in that way. I, I mean, I mean, honestly, both very beautiful smiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I can see why she's more drawn to Luke because Ugh. he's a count. He's a foil to her. Like when when they leave, Luke has murder in his eyes. <laughs> There's no smile anywhere to be seen on Luke's face. Has Luke oh, smiled never. ever? He's like, I bring the murder he's face. He's smirked. He yeah. is only smirked. smirked. He doesn't smile. As he's doing yeah. something conniving. Right. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, so at this point, the guys are still sort of fighting about the Luke has situation. Luke P is like, I've just been myself this whole time and like, I've been doing my best. And Grant is like, well, Luke, would you ever say anything completely inaccurate about someone outside of this like you did with Luke S? Like, "Uh (laughs) aha. And Luke is like, well, I told Hannah it wasn't really my place to say anything about Luke S. And Tyler is like, well, then why did you say it? And Luke is like, whatever, guys, whatever. I'm looking at all these guys and they're so not right for Hannah. It makes me gag. So once again, a really productive conversation. I think this is the first time we hear a Luke Ness monster from Jed. He doesn't want the Luke Ness monster to poison Hannah's heart. Um, God. Saying who it out would. loud sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he looked into a camera and said that. <laughs> How many takes do you think it took? Ooh, wee. 
Oh, man. <laughs> I wonder if it'll be a track on his new album. So let's oh, talk man. about Hannah and Mike's delightful date. Yes, they are. They got like a fun, a fun city this. date. Fun they actually day, got yeah. to tour around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually we've seen very few other kinds of dates this season like most of the dates yeah, a lot true. of walk and talk dates yeah, yeah. like the Very most Sorkin. activity based things that we've seen are like let's go lobster fishing which is still pretty much a hangout date mm-hmm. it's not like a helicopter skydiving yeah, or, yeah but if you're in Scotland true. this is like exactly what I would want to do no yeah, I don't think walk it's walk and explore bad it's I unusual just, yeah I mean I feel like Maybe they don't have the budget, or maybe Hannah wasn't. Isn't Hannah might have not requested to be like, I'm not doing no activities. I'm just walking around. Cold from last season, they did a lot of skydiving, bungee jumping, everywhere, all kinds of adventurous, ridiculousness. And he didn't seem down for it. Yeah, no, he didn't. No, which was weird. Yeah, which is probably why they did it. They were like, he will scream, and it will be great. Maybe he thought it was his chance to really get over his fear of heights. Yeah, they put him to the test. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like two birds with one stone. Find yep. my wife. Not be afraid of skydiving anymore. <laughs> um, so Hannah and Mike go to a bookstore. He reads to her. She smells the books. Also one of my favorite things to do. Um, they go into a, like a candy shop. She says, my eyes are feasting. Hannah has lots of little just like quips like that that I'm like, that she seems really pleased by. <laughs> and I'm like, it's fine. Um, I appreciate the effort. Yep. Um, they try a really sour candy, which I guess is called the Black Death. Yeah. She's like, Mike and I conquered the Black Death. They I wanted taste to try whiskey. I wanted to try those candies. I'm like, how I much sour more candy. sour than, than a warhead? warhead is. Yeah. 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 I was thinking I love sour candies. Me too. too. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go on a mission and find <laughs> those <laughs> black death. Okay. A friend recently told me about extreme warheads, which I haven't even tried yet. I would love that. I, I, I would love that though, yeah. Um so Yes, the whiskey. <laughs> and she is whiskey in a teacup, because did you know that she's southern? Did you know? (laughs) I keep forgetting. (laughs) Did you miss it? Uh, They head to a pub, and an older gentleman convinces them to try haggis, Mm -hmm. which apparently neither of them has heard of. But they both enjoyed it until they learned what it was. (laughs) FYI, guys, if you go to Scotland and someone's like, you have to try haggis, it's sheep intestines. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I don't need it. I'm English. This is what you get when you can't tell the difference between a Scottish and an English accent. Yep. <laughs> Fooled. Um, and they talk about their relationship. What did you guys think? Did, like, I wasn't sure how much they progressed the the depth of their relationship during this date. Yeah. Not during the day. I feel like later yeah. on at dinner. Yeah. But at this yeah. point, Mike is just smiling a lot, <laughs> saying over and over how nervous he is, how happy she makes him. But yeah, we're still not talking about pretty much anything. So Yeah. Par for the course. Like, <laughs> he's basically like, I. the last time I was this nervous was when I told my ex I loved her, which was in December of 2013. He says he's a romantic, and I'm starting to believe it because that is not the kind of information that I have on hand right. <laughs> about my relationship. Yes. Nope. As I recall, December the 14th, um, and then they broke up in 2015, and we already heard that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, this is at dinner, he's sort of 
trying to open up to her, but it's unclear to me what he's even trying to say because he is so nervous that he can't get going. Yes, he yeah. keeps saying how nervous he is. I know. Every oh, other yeah. sentence is like, I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous. It's like, I'm sound, I'm sound like a little kid. I'm so nervous. And I'm like, but why? Like, you have to say the thing. <laughs> none, of these, none of these people are saying the thing. Right. I mean, yeah. a few, but most of them do not say the thing, which is very frustrating mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go one step further, my dudes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> like, I thought he was going to be like, I'm in love with you. Like, I was like, what's a buildup, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. And no payoff. <laughs> right. And no payoff. And Mike... It did feel like a buildup to something, which was, like, freaking me out. Because he said earlier, this is the most magical, miraculous moment of my life when they were standing on the bridge. Loves alliteration. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a man who loves alliteration. He cool. does love alliteration. Wasn't he the five C's guy? Oh, yeah, yeah he yeah. was. Yeah. This is his he thing. Loves yeah, he, he loves letters. He loves letters. <laughs> Just a real love letter it. guy. <laughs> Gotta love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like standing on a bridge during The Bachelorette, though, is just like a classic magical moment. You know, you're like, yeah. I'm on this show and I'm on a bridge. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's often when they get really excited for some reason. Um, and I guess there's a good view or something. Um, so he tells her how, that he took forever to get over his breakup. He's 31. He was in the military. He's traveled a lot. He knows who he is. He's really ready for marriage and he can see himself proposing in a few weeks so I guess that's it yeah that's the the thing thing. yeah Mm -hmm. and Hannah says Mm -hmm. thank you and they uh, kiss and she offers him the rose Mike is giving me very like they are very comfortable around each other I think Mm -hmm. she really enjoys him Mm -hmm. I think they're really similar yeah I think similar energy which is why Mm -hmm. I think she'll keep him around for a while but Mm -hmm. he won't be like in the final three no yeah um because she clearly like they, they are people that would just be very good friends mm-hmm. yeah i think more than he's anything. like a very good active listener like he connects like really good eye contact he asks mm-hmm. the best questions of any of the guys there yes and most of them don't even seem to ask, ask questions any ever. questions <laughs> yeah. really and he's so. like i'm actually curious about you and i was like whoa yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the bar is so low that he asks one question you're like wow what a dream boat <laughs> <laughs> never seen anyone be better at dating <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that hannah definitely seems drawn to people on on a romantic level who are very different from her temperamentally as we see with luke p mm-hmm. um so that that is i think Mike's biggest obstacle but they do he gets the rose they go to a bar with live music Hannah shouts Scottish party (laughs) she knows what's up (laughs) she's like I know where we are (laughs) we're gonna take a quick break but when we get back we'll break down a whole lot more from week five of The Bachelorette and you know about Luke P This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even 
connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily... I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well balanced. I feel full after and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 and use code LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI 50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. 
you can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Before we get back to the show, just a reminder to come to our live show. It's at the Bell House in Brooklyn on Thursday, July 25th, a great event to bring a friend to have some fun. You can buy tickets at the link in our Instagram bio, or you can find them on thebellhouseny.com. And now back to the show. And uh, back at the house, the date card goes to Devin, Tyler, Jed, Dylan, Grant, Connor, Dustin, Peter, Kevin, Garrett. Love is a battlefield. I feel like that's like every date card. They are really phoning it in with the date cards. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm going to keep making you guys fight until only one of you is left alive. Alive, exactly. (laughs) 
um, which means Luke P is getting the one-on-one. And he says, I'm definitely stoked. I can't wait to have any more distractions. (laughs) To be honest, I'm at the breaking point here. After this, I'm going to know if I still want to be here. Um, I'm going to know how I really feel about Hannah. This is important to note because he spends the rest of the episode denying that he ever Ever questioned whether he wanted to be there. (laughs) This whole conversation (laughs) was in their heads, apparently. Mm -hmm. He's just playing with them at this point. He's so manipulative. He's such a gaslighter. It's infuriating to watch. I really can't tell whether it's strategic or whether he's he's just just an idiot. At certain (laughs) moments, he's like, I think the strong power move here is to be like, I could take or leave this thing. And at other moments, he's like, the power move is to be like, Hannah already Mm -hmm. belongs to me and we're in love. And he just keeps flipping back and forth. Mm. It's like on a case-by-case basis, he's like making decisions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Um, so Devin is like, I want to give Luke the benefit of the doubt, but to be honest, at this point, I feel like he's just a big douche canoe. Oh my God, I love this so much. Devin was a non-entity and all of a sudden I was like, he might be my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, That's all it takes. More Devin. Mm -hmm. As I said, the bar is very low. Right. (laughs) So she meets all the other guys in a field. Peter says... Literally, our princess waiting for us. Peter is just trying way too hard. He loves episode. her so much. <laughs> yeah. He does, and he, I, he's very sweet. But yeah, yeah, it's just it's a lot of very obvious effort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I he, mean, I guess I'm thinking of later on, and we'll get to the cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he Peter, does seem like he's really wants that sort of gender normative like she's my beautiful sweet princess right. mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm the strapping pilot, the strapping pilot. Yeah. but he like doesn't quite have strapping pilot no. energy not, no, <laughs> no. He, has, he really does not uh-uh. it's very mm-hmm. eager energy exactly yeah. and like eager. innocent eager pilot yeah. energy they do yeah. Yeah. they're very similar yeah they're very similar yeah um so she welcomes them to the highlands two bearded men in kilts come out to instruct them in ancient Celtic games <laughs> Um, and first they all do some screaming and there's some axe throwing, which goes very poorly. It's really satisfying to watch them all just be terrible. Terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Hannah then tries it and is the only one who hits the target and says, bow down to your queen. (laughs) Was it just me or was she closer to the target than they were? Oh, I don't know. Mm. I didn't know. Maybe not. Probably. She just looked really close (laughs) to the target. Maybe I only noticed it because she hit the target, actually. Yeah. I saw a, a gif over the weekend of someone at an axe throwing bar throwing the axe and it like hits with the handle and boomerangs <gasps> oh, back. Oh yeah. yeah. No. And so now I can't watch axe throwing. I was yeah. like, no, I can't. Axe One of them is going bars to die. really scare me. Is They're that, terrifying. I just feel like you shouldn't be drinking thing? and then throwing, and throwing axes. An it axe. shouldn't. Yeah. Like if it were like Why a are, shooting it, range where everyone did shots beforehand, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> yeah. that anyone I wouldn't no. be on board with that. Mm-hmm. And there's no helmet, there's no nothing. You just It just seems yeah. like a very bad idea. Like why is this a trendy Brooklyn thing? Now. I'm, Brooklyn I'm not is just on like board. dangerous mm-hmm. violence is cool as long as it's like lumberjacky, <laughs> right? Vibey, it's a little <laughs> just like casual hipster violence. <laughs> um, so they also try to race while carrying milk buckets without spilling the milk. They spill all the milk. <laughs> I mean, it starts to seem like spilling the milk actually has nothing to do with it. It's just whoever crosses the line first. Yeah. So the milk seems sort of beside the point. Back at the mansion, like, 
before we see the actual competition, we do see some confrontation between Mike and Luke P, who are alone together. What a true nightmare. And they are not allowed to, like, go binge watch TV alone in their room. They just have to sit in the living room and stare at each other. Um, And so Mike tries to have a conversation with Luke P about how Luke has questioned whether he even wants to be there. And Luke is like, no, I didn't. I never said that. And, my, uh, and this conversation this just goes nowhere. Crazy. Yeah. They can't agree on reality. They need to stop talking with him. Yeah. Because yeah. he's just so... Fr- he just will flat out lie in your eyes and say, I never said what I just said in the last <laughs> scene. With a completely like, straight yeah. face. Yeah. Dead behind the eyes. Mm-hmm. It is just like watching a Trump debate. Yeah. Like, you're mm-hmm. just like, he should be losing this. But somehow, but somehow it feels like a stalemate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, as long as you just can't concede and won't concede that your facts are wrong, then, like, the conversation can't go anywhere. Right. Um, so this is when Mike whips out an old paperback book on the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> reads up. Reads a passage. I think he was just quite thrilled to have some reading material. I would be. I would be, too. Yeah, That's something true. to do. There's right. no Wi-Fi, there's no TV, no exactly. nothing. Exactly. He's like, my God, this is intellectually stimulating. <laughs> like, they slipped up, they left a paperback jammed in the corner of this hotel. Uh, and he, he's comparing Luke to the Loch Ness Monster. For example, this monster is cagey and elusive to all but those with the keenest eye, which apparently is not Hannah. <laughs> Um, nope. I I love it. So uh, back at the the Highland field, I guess. Don't quote me on that. We get <laughs> some black boxes for men. This is the yes. quality we've been waiting for. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, at it. first, it's cute. Like they change into their kilts, and it's like you don't wear under under kilts. Like here's Tyler posing on a stump <laughs> and with the black box. Like mm-hmm. you can see it's bought otherwise. Mm-hmm. Then they start wrestling in front of a bunch of small children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got very inappropriate. And very just quickly. make a lot of coded dick jokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hannah's like, I got to see all of their pipes. And I was like, cool. <laughs> if, a, if a guy like was like, I finally got to see how big their boobs are without cutlets, I would be like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how dating works, sir. Mm. Um. <laughs> But it is interesting, though, how like this is supposed to be kind of an aggro date. But because all of these dudes get along so well, it seems very harmless and tame. And they're all mm-hmm. just genuinely having fun. Mm-hmm. It's like Luke P completely changes the vibe. The whole yeah. vibe. Yeah. Especially yeah. on the competition dates. Right. It changes everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like it probably also has soaked up a bunch of that. And now that he, like, if he weren't on the show at all, maybe they would have developed smaller rivalries or whatever. They're united in their mm. disdain for him. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're all just so relieved he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jed pours an entire bucket of milk over himself. And then stands around, like, how disgusting must he smell? Look cold. And, and then he frees him. Yeah. He probably has, like, frozen Ew. rotting milk. <laughs> milk. <laughs> and then he challenges Hannah to wrestle with him in her adorable outfit. Um, which was apparently received well by her um, because he wins the competition mm-hmm. uh, and wins a kiss. A make out in front of everybody. <laughs> like yeah. really close to everyone. <laughs> yes. Um, so this was kind of, I think it ended up being a pretty fun date for 
for what it was. I wish that there were more underwear involved for the kids. <laughs> I really worry about the kids a lot. <laughs> Won't anyone think about the children? <laughs> no one's ever thinking about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we moved to the night portion of the date, which is basically just like the bachelorette uncensored. Hannah <laughs> is oh, like ready to explore her sexuality with, yep. with everybody. She came with an agenda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. Um, I loved how she was like, I'm excited to focus on the other relationships without Luke being here. And I was like, can you imagine actually marrying someone that you were already speaking like that about? <laughs> right. After like two weeks. We're happy he's not around. Come on. Thank God he's not here sucking all the air out of the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she gives Jed a very uh, obviously cheap photoshopped land deed. Which <laughs> he's declares, a lord now. Lord mm-hmm. Jed. Jed. And Lady Hannah. She also gets to own the property, I guess. Um, she's wearing a pretty narrow skirted dress, but that does yeah. not stop mm-hmm. her from trying to straddle every guy who comes in. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> so she has Jed like pinned in a chair and is just sucking on his face. Wow. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of really aggressive makeouts during this episode. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. Jed is like, is this a good idea with your skirt? And she's like, I don't Don't care. worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, get it, girl. Yeah, I'm not at it at all. Go for it. Uh, so poor Kevin. Oh, poor Kevin. Walks up the stairs. <laughs> poor <Awesome>. Kevin. <laughs> poor Kevin. Oh, God. And then, like, decides to stay for, like, 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Long time. Which he openly admits, which makes me think it was more like a minute. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I was there for just, like, not that long, like, 20 seconds. So it wasn't very there for long. He's like, we haven't even kissed. That is wild. That is crazy. Easy. Him and Grant. I can't believe they've just made it on a plane <laughs> and haven't kissed her yet. Mm-hmm. Two planes, I guess. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. She's like, someone's got to be here, like, <laughs> filling out the ranks. Yeah. It's interesting. We've reached the point where it feels weird to have guys here who don't have notable relationships with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are still kind of a fair, a fairly large amount left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So then we cut to Peter in the billiard room, awkwardly trying to throw Hannah on the pool table, bangs her head into a lamp, and then is like, let's try that again. Mm-hmm. This was the carefully maneuvers her in between move. lamps. Trying to create a moment. Well, because I also think he was trying to like get her up on the pool table, and then normally the move would be to like step in between her legs and make yes. it like that, but her skirt was too narrow. So, and yeah. also there were a lot of like hanging lamps hanging to contend lamps. with. Mm-hmm. So then he just has to like sprawl her all the way out and like climb <laughs> on over. top of her. It was just, it was so. Oh, again, the effort was so clear. (laughs) They're just rolling all over the pool table like it's a bed. Um, I think this is the the most amount of horizontal makeouts that I've seen on this show. This is true. This early. Yeah. They usually don't. Yeah, this is early. That's true. I mean, again, good yeah. for her, but like, it's just, it's new. It's, it's a trend. There's still trend. like 15 yeah. guys New left. York Times right. should write a trend piece about <laughs> it in the style section. <laughs> um, but we did see pretty, like, really early on, Hannah was willing to be like, I'm going to get half naked with Luke P at this cocktail party oh, with yeah. guys everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I feel like doing. So I'm going to do it. And yeah, then a guy walks up and is like, um, uh, Are you having sex or like, <laughs> what's happening here? Um,. <laughs> So then she sits down with Tyler. Um, they have some sexy banter. And then they make out on a bed. Tyler's still wearing his kilt. Yeah. So and it works. He's still wearing him. no underwear. It does. 
Yeah. Doesn't he say like, I thought you might want to like take another piece? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I, I caught you. Look, what did he say exactly? I don't know. It was yeah. something cheeky. Mm-hmm. Um, she says like, you did a really, you really waxed your axe, which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> so obviously he mishears yeah. that as you want me to wax my ass. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they have some very sensual flirtation. But they have a good little bantery relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clear that he puts her at ease. Yeah. He also has the most game of, like, any guy on yeah. the show. I think that was so the only hot. horizontal makeout that did not make me uncomfortable. Right. You know? He yeah. Can, yeah. And it was she on a control. bed. It was an actual bed. Yeah. Um, oh, so, like, yeah. the place that you normally have the horizontal <laughs> Horizontal makeout. makeout. <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah. Very natural on a bed. <laughs> I've tried it once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he thinks the rose is in the bag. But in the end, the rose go to Jed, mm-hmm. someone who offered a new lease on their love today she just can't pass up the opportunity for a pun (laughs) um and so she's like well the day went great luke p wasn't there probably not a great sign for our relationship but let's figure it out so back at the house mike leaves when the date card arrives leaving luke to open the date card by himself The card says, Luke, let's figure things out one way or another. This was an incredible, just complete reinterpretation. As an English major, (laughs) I loved this moment. I was like, there's one very obvious service level reading, which is like, let's figure things out. Either we break up or Or, we figure mm -hmm. or we work things out. And he is like, I'm going to go a level deeper. This could also be read to say, one way or another, we're going to get through this. Oh, my God. And you just have to reframe the way you look at the words Mm -hmm. in the sentence, but (laughs) totally makes sense. If we know one thing about Luke P., it's that he is a deep thinker. Mm -hmm. And a masterful (laughs) reframer. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Mm -hmm. He knows all the different things words can mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, depending on how you put them. Um, so before he leaves, he actually tries to chat with the guys about their date. And it's like, wrestling and kilts, huh? That sounds crazy. (laughs) So awkward. They are not having it. Not at all. Mike is like, I hope Hannah will realize he's a shit sandwich. (laughs) Throw it away. Um, and Garrett is like, you need to be a man and keep our names out of your mouth tonight. And he's like, I plan on it. I don't know why they keep bothering trying to talk to him. No, right. Just let himself hang himself by his own words, you know? Like, he doesn't need any assistance. And the other men coming at him just makes it easier for him to deflect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I get that he's also just insanely obnoxious, and they're probably just (laughs) furious all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love the scene where he's wrapped in a towel and just has his heavy gold cross over his pecs, and is just, like, grooming himself. And I was like, like, none of this is attractive. I don't like any of this at all. Mm -mm. Shout out to Mike wearing the do-rag, though. Yes! I I love that moment. Very African-American moment that came to Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Luke was really embodying in that towel scene, like, kind of what The Bachelor has historically been. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see something. Else. The contrast, yeah. 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 the stark contrast to that. Stark contrast. <laughs> my God. Um, so this date, uh, it seems to have been designed so that Hannah can just trap Luke in a secure location <laughs> and make him be better. It doesn't work. No. Oh, she tries so hard, though. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <clears throat> so she is going to this date with the attitude of like, I have the strong connection with Luke, the strongest like of anyone. But the men don't like him. He doesn't express his emotions. And he comes off as really fake. <laughs> it reminds me of those Reddit posts that are like, my boyfriend is so amazing. It's just that he doesn't have a job and he doesn't <laughs> brush his teeth. And he's really mean to my friends. Oh, what do Can I, I do? just fix those three problems? <laughs> um, so, but Luke is not expecting this to go badly at all. He's like, we're going to make this work somehow or another. I love the ocean. I love these flowers. All I want is to walk with my queen through the flowers. Um, I'm going to go to this fortress built into a cliff, which is going to be really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't see it going any other way than phenomenal, he says. The levels of delusion are incredible. He lives somewhere else. (laughs) It's like the anti-power of positive thinking. He also does such an amazing thing during this date where anytime she says something, he just says it back to her in a slightly tweaked version. He says clarity way too many times, which I also is something that she does not seem to really be asking for. (laughs) So he does that a lot. And then he also is like, I see that what you want is clarity. And she's like, no, I said I want you to show some emotion and express your feelings. And he's like, well, the thing is, I'm trying to be too perfect. And it's just hard because everyone loves me. (laughs) I'll do better. Besides the 13 other men (laughs) in the house. Everyone else loves me so much. Oh, my God. It's really incredible. She, I mean, she doesn't seem to know how to really approach this, though, because she's what she wants is for him to kind of show that he is not a bad person. But it's very hard to actually extract that information in a conversation because he is, in fact, a bad person, especially (laughs) because of that. So she sits him down and and is like, "Were you shocked at the date?" And he's like, "Not really, but the last few weeks didn't go that well, and I don't want to talk about it." She's like, well, we're going to talk about few weeks. There's only been six episodes. Yeah, what like, what why, else are you going to talk about? Why do we have to dwell on how bad 90% of our relationship <laughs> yeah, is? I love when he gives her permission to just enjoy the day with yeah, him. Yeah. 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 It's so generous of him. He keeps trying to yeah. do that. Um, and she asks basically, why don't the guys like you? And he's like, well, I think maybe it was because of the sideline situation, which I maybe could have handled better. And the guys felt like I didn't need to share my suspicions about Lucas, which maybe is fair. And Hannah is not satisfied by this answer. She's like, I just still don't really get it. And it becomes clear that what she wants really on an immediate level is for him to feel bad that the guys don't like him. And instead, he just keeps being like, I don't really worry about that because I'm just here for you. And she's like, I don't want you to not care that people right. hate you. That's not a positive. Right. Or at least admit that <laughs> there's something going on with you. Like, Or admit, take some responsibility for any of this. He just always deflects it back on the guys. And that's frustrating mm-hmm. for her because she's like, it's 13 against one. <laughs> like, This isn't adding up. Admit something, please. Uh, yeah, and and she also kind of openly, she has a habit of just, like, saying things that feel sort of harsh, just really straight out. Like, she's like, I want a man people are drawn to, and that's not you. 
I love that. Enough. Yeah, yeah I love that. She's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. She's like, in fact, plainer. everyone I know is literally repelled by you yeah. and <laughs> wants to be nowhere near you. Right. Yeah, she's like, you have no character witnesses. Also, imagine having, <laughs> being like, yes, I will consider taking someone on as my spouse who every other person that in my limited <laughs> experience with them that he has encountered hates him. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you make it sound really bad. <laughs> but consider this. It's really just about their relationship. Because um, everyone knows that once you're in a relationship, you don't have to deal with any other people ever again in your life. Right. Just operate in a silo forever. Yeah. No, you're in the love bubble, mm-hmm. and that just persists until you're 85 years old mm-hmm. and dead. Um, and Luke is like, listen, anywhere I've ever been in my whole life, People just love me. I don't even know what it is. They're just, they love me. And I hate saying that, but it's just super true. And she's like, you're making me really mad. That sounds boastful. And I think that's part of the problem. And he's like, yeah, it did sound boastful, I guess. I can see that's true. And I'm like, it's also, you're not just telling the truth. She just pointed out that 13 people hate you. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe you could, like, be a little more introspective about how many people actually love you. And he's not giving any context of why people love him. He's just like, oh, the people, they just love me. And it's yeah. like, but you're not giving the reason why. Not even one reason. It's because mm-hmm. there are no reasons. And no one likes <laughs> him. No one likes Everyone me. hates exactly. him. Exactly. It's like easier to tell, like, the big lie. Yeah. Did anyone else here, though, really want to hear the God came to me in the shower and told me to stop having sex story here yes yes mm. i wanted to hear that story so <laughs> bad how did we not get that oh my god i guess it was another lie maybe he can't keep up and he lied no that's true like she all she wants is to hear something specific and personal mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. him and his feelings and he has this whole story locked and loaded yeah. right he doesn't use it nope um so Basically, Hannah just keeps trying to ask in different ways whether he has any feelings about anything. <laughs> Literally anything. <laughs> and he just keeps saying, like, well, I feel really bad that I can't give you the clarity that you want because I do want to be real and I do want to be open and I'm really trying to do that for you. At one point, she's like, I just want to know the real things about you. Like, do you like macaroni or spaghetti? And he's like, I'm going to be honest with you about that. I'm not going to give you what you want to hear. And it's like, she was asking, asking which one? A question. <laughs> not Answer that question. He's not is completely unable to give even, like, one fact about himself. Yeah. yeah. Never a straight answer. Um, yeah, he the, says a lot. He makes a lot of noise that there's nothing. It's all empty. Yeah, because it's emptiness. always restricted to the promise that he's going to be really real. And he never mm-hmm. gets to the point Mm-mm. of being of... actually real or saying anything real. <laughs> or <laughs> saying exactly. anything. Or saying, yeah, anything. Or saying anything. And it's, like, noise. very revealing the, of, like, he's running a Bachelor script. And the more that he can't move to the next level of the Bachelor script, the harder it is to ignore that it's a script, which is why right. she's getting, like, if he were able to <laughs> move to the Bachelor script of, like, you know, I had a really tough relationship. Yeah, exactly. Made me realize yes. that's a script too. Mm-hmm. But he can't even get to that. that. Um, which is great because often they run the scripts and then the person is like, "Oh wow, they really opened up to me, and I loved getting closer to them." So I did find it perversely really fun for him to keep running the scripts and for her to be like, 
you're not giving me anything. Oh, like, I, yeah. This is inc- <laughs> this was incredible. I'd like to see that more on the show. Um, she finally walks off to talk to the producers. I oh, loved God. this moment so <laughs> fucking much. Watch the manipulation at play. I mean, and we also never really, we very rarely even hear a producer's voice, and we certainly really, really rarely actually see footage of the producers. This was incredible. She's like, can someone explain to him what I mean when I say, do you have feelings? How does this make you feel? And they're like, guess you got to talk to him. Yeah, that's your job, girl. And then they all started saying to her, like someone said, it takes time, though, which for me is like, them telling her we need him to stick around. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So, like, you need to just give him a little yeah, bit Yeah, they're time trying to, to sort of de escalate her frustration yeah. because, again, without Luke, there is no, no central show. conflict right. on yeah. this show. Mm-hmm. But I do, like, I was frustrated by Hannah in this moment because I felt like she was really trying to dig deeper than some people do on this show. And then she goes to the producers and is basically like, can you fix him? Like, (laughs) he's not working right. (laughs) And I, like, you're in charge. Like, make him better. And I was like, that's not how it's going to be if you get married. There are going to be no producers around to help to Mm -hmm. explain to him how to act like a human. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Mm. So... They sit down again, and then she's like, "I, you keep saying that you're going to give me clarity, but I need you to just not talk about the specifics of the situation or, like, how you're trying to do stuff for me. I need you to, like, actually talk about your feelings. And he's like, mm, I don't get it. <laughs> so she's like, let's just go look at the castle. And Luke is like, yeah, now we're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> we so moved on. <laughs> Lucas just can't take in negative information. Mm-hmm. Does not compute. Um, and then they get in like another little tiff about it on the way to the castle. And he's like, do you want to just keep walking? I feel like I answered that really well. And she's like, no, I want to stop here when I'm mad and I want to talk about it. I want the real. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At one point, she wasn't even talking. She had her back, like, turned to him and was, like, talking to the air. It was like, I want the real, though. I don't know what that means, but I want the real. I'm like, she might be more likely to get an answer from the air. Yeah. Right. This is true. It felt very metaphysical. Yeah. She was like, I, I want something more than this life, more than this empty existence. I want the real. What is it? What is the real? Is it, in, is it God? Is it other people? Like, where is it? Um, so finally they continue, I guess, to the castle. We don't actually even see that because who cares? Um, <laughs> but she still wants things to, with Luke to work out at this point, mm. even though the day was a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Um, what have they said to her to convince her that she has a real connection Yeah, with what is she yeah. going off of? That's what's so I guess just that troubling. In, that instant feeling that she yeah. thinks he's hot? It I was like that know. adoration that he displayed in yes. the first yeah. group date and in, obviously in the first day. I think that's like, exactly day. It. And she has been going off on that because she has self-love issues. That's what happens. Yeah. When, did he get the first impression, Rose? No. Yes. He did? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, because she gave one to Cam, and then she gave one to Luke. And then in the house. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So she's it was all downhill for Cam after after that. <laughs> uh, ABC. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, and Luke, too. The guys in her season are not responding well to frontrunner status. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that she feels like she saw something, like, elementally good in him when he 
comforted her night one and when he professed that he was falling in love with her on their first group date, which <laughs> I feel like she should have seen as a red flag, right. but mm-hmm. instead she, she felt ran really, towards it. Yeah, she was like, I. She was more like a ball, like a matador. She was like, the red flag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> towards it. Um, but I also feel like the women on this show often do end up with their first impression rose person because I think mm-hmm. women tend to really stick with their gut reaction to a guy in a way that men tend to just be like, she seemed really hot night one, but like, oh, now there's another hot woman over mm-hmm. here. I don't know. I'm distracted. Mm-hmm. And But, like, usually they're a little, I think, a little more mature yeah. and have yeah. a little more experience with sussing out the red flags quickly. And Hannah, like, got snagged by the chemistry night one and is having that feeling of loyalty of, like, mm-hmm. this is the guy. Yeah. yeah. She wants to, like, keep trusting her intuition and her mm-hmm. gut when... She should not she trust her not intuition. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to not. Bad idea. Yeah. Um, but, and she she also seems like really worried. It's like, what if he's the right guy for me and I send him home? And it's, I get that. It's like you're in that bad relationship and you're miserable all the time. And you're like, if I break up with him, I'm going to look back in 10 years and be like, he's the one who got away. And it's like, you why? Won't. You're so you won't. unhappy. You, you also have 13 other guys right. that are great. Yeah. <laughs> you're not in a normal situation here. <laughs> There's like, another one back at the house. Yeah. yeah. Like, so many more. Um, so at dinner, she basically sits him down and is like, I feel like it's obvious that that really did not go well. And he's like, well, oh, what? why? <laughs> he's like, it didn't go well. OK, yes, I did think it would go better now that you're saying that. <laughs> And he's like, I don't know if you understand this, but, like, I guess I do sometimes feel like there are moments when I'm on thin ice with you. Do you understand that? And she's like, yes. yes. She's like, because you are. She's you like, are I forever on thin ice. On thin ice. <laughs> Oh my she's like, God. I keep telling you that you're on thin ice, and it seems like you're just starting to pick up on that, which is a little <laughs> confusing. God. Um, she's like, you keep saying you have no worries about our relationship, but I have worries. And, like, I, I'm worried about how you have all these walls up. You're trying to look perfect. A real man has flaws, and he can own up to the them. The only thing he picks up from this is that he is acting perfect Mm -hmm. so he just repeats that another 12 times but she basically gave him the answer because when she said like I need a man with flaws and he's like you're right I have have some of those and if you ever see them let me know and I'll definitely own up Mm -hmm. um yeah he's like I also just I feel like I've been trying to be perfect because I haven't had the real you that I had at first How does he manage to spin it on her? Yeah. (laughs) And the other men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm a victim, in fact, of everyone. Everyone, including (laughs) Including you, Hannah. (laughs) So maybe you should think about that. (laughs) God. And he says, like, I'm not trying to put blame on you. And she's like, please, at least you're being honest. Just, like, say what you're actually feeling. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know it's bad when she's like, please blame me for all of your emotional issues. Yeah. Like, at least I feel like it's not a lie. Yeah. Um, she and then she says, "You being pissed at Lucas didn't bother me. At least that was real." Oh, and I was like, "All right, Hannah. Oh my God, no. just grasping yeah. <laughs> to anything." Yeah, at this point, she the only positive things that she's latched onto are like, "Blame me for all of your issues," and also, um, "It's great that you nearly murdered one of the other men." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, it's true. You want people to be real and not run a line. But that doesn't mean that all of the real things they have are good. 
right, maybe maybe actually those real things are telling and extra red flags. Right. <laughs> That's why you want them to be real with you. It's so that you can see whether their real self is terrible. Um, <laughs> exactly. But deep down, she just loves men body slamming other men on slides. She just can't mm-hmm. help it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about Hannah's breakdown on her season, the feud she had with Kaylin and how she was able to, like, accept through that that she didn't have to be perfect and that she just had to be herself and that allowed her to move past the feud. And he's like, totally, totally, for sure. So I'm just going to maybe, like, keep trying to be perfect, I guess. But, like, if I ever mess up, just let me know and I'll take care of it. And she's like, <laughs> Literally the opposite of what I've been saying. Um, so, again, she's giving him every opportunity to respond in the correct she's guiding him closer and closer to the answer that she wants to hear from him and he is still finding ways to evade giving it I feel like he just has a set agenda in his head of like the things he wants to say the character he wants to be yes that she's trying to get something else out of him that it's just not computing like at yeah. all yeah he's like she keeps saying she wants flaws but like maybe what she wants me to say is you're the woman of my dreams and you're perfect. <laughs> right. And Go back to my stock, my stock answers. And she's like really annoyed by that. She's like, you think I'm perfect, but that's not who I am. Sometimes I'm a devilish bitch. And he slaps the table and says, yes, I love that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm the same way. Oh she's like, what are you talking about? Um, this was the most frustrating conversation to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking in circles, saying oh. nothing. Yeah. He literally says to her, if I have traits that aren't desirable, let me know. I don't think I have those right now. <laughs> let me know. And she's also, like, she's just spent like seven hours telling him about all, <laughs> all the traits the that are undesirable. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know. As I said, just let me know. But <laughs> everyone loves me. If so. that should happen for the first yeah. time at some point. Yeah, let me know. Um, and she's like, I don't feel like I can marry someone who doesn't take ownership of their flaws and who just blames other people for stuff. And she she goes so far as to say that she felt something like completely new and powerful when she met him for the first time. Like he's the only person who's ever made her feel this like instant spark. Which could be true if she's 24. Yeah, right. it could be true. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean – I just that's clearly not a good reason. But Mm-mm. and then he's like, she says, but I didn't get what I need, needed from you today. Like we didn't really get anywhere. And Luke says, well, do you feel like we had enough time? And she's like, <laughs> we you had, had as much time as everybody else. So like, also, like nine hours, so many hours. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine how long it would feel if the whole time was Luke being like, I'm really trying to give you clarity here because you're perfect and you deserve everything and you're my queen and I just God. really want you to understand that the other guys are picking on me <laughs> for like nine hours. Yeah, it was long for us to watch and it was like 40 minutes. it was minutes. very much yeah. cut down. Oh my God. God. Um, and... He says, well, all I want is to give you clarity. And she says, I gave you a lot of time to do that. And you didn't. You just, you know, you weren't yourself. Although I think he actually was himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, he just isn't the person that she wants him to be. Yep. Um, so she picks up the rose and she says, I'm always excited to talk to you, good or bad. He's like, ha, huh, yeah, totally. love that. <laughs> and she's like, I want to get to know you more and try for 
a relationship more than I ever have with anyone. But this is the worst today has gone for me. I want to see what you're not showing me. I want to know who you are, and I don't. Sometimes I see my future husband, and sometimes I look at you, and I don't see any road. <laughs> Jesus. Any roads that lead to that. She can't give him the rose. Dun, dun, dun. So we have another cliffhanger. The fact that there's a cliffhanger uh, makes me think he's definitely sticking around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, she's not going to give him the rose, but she's also not going to send him home. Yeah. 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 Gonna be Maybe he'll come back or something weird. It's going to be a whole thing. I mean, my God. We do why. see him praying in a church in preview. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he's going to have time to go to church. <laughs> yeah. He's got. He's got to have a reckoning with the Lord. He, <laughs> the Lord is going to be like. Clearly, the shower was not enough of an impression. <laughs> Maybe this so will do. You. Right. Oh God. I feel like she's going to say, and I don't know what you guys think. I feel like she's going to say, "I can't give you this rose, but I'm not ready to send you home." Yes. Like, exactly. Yeah. Let's pick yeah. this up at the cocktail party. Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. Oh, and yeah. he's going to stick around for another few weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, what else is she? Why is she torturing herself like this? She's just hanging on. She looked tortured the entire day. She's not having a good time. Right, that's the thing. She's not having a good time with this guy. Everyone hates him. What are we grasping onto here? (laughs) It started to make me think of my, and this is going to be a really unfair comparison to my ex-boyfriend, but it started to make me think of my college relationship with, he was just like a wonderful person and I was like not a very good girlfriend and was miserable all the time. Like, our relationship was, like, a complete mess. And my friends would be like, you're so unhappy. Why don't you break up? And mm-hmm. I would be like, I would be more unhappy without him. Mm-hmm. And that might have been true, but, like, not still a great argument for the relationship that no. I was, like, either I'm, like, miserable because I never got to see what it could be or I'm miserable because we actively make each other miserable <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah. I think she's also just completely terrified of making the wrong decision and losing out on something. And because mm-hmm. she had that initial attraction. And also, it's probably in her head that, like, the last four bachelorettes ended up with their first impression mm-hmm. rose. You know, yeah. they've been very yeah. clear that, like— their gut feeling is the right one. Mm -hmm. And I think, unfortunately, like, she just isn't as experienced a dater, perhaps, as some of these other women and also is, like, in the process of learning what she likes and what she Mm -hmm. responds to kind of in real time in a way Mm -hmm. that some Mm -hmm. of the other bachelorettes maybe weren't having to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, I don't don't know, it's just, it's tough to watch because he's so cartoonishly awful. Yeah. (laughs) I do feel like she also, like, when you get down to it, there are 30 guys. Maybe you only really feel that strongly about one of them. And right. then to find out mm-hmm. that he sucks and is a <laughs> psycho and would ruin your life would be so devastating. Yeah. Because then it's like, I guess I'm going to marry one of these other assholes like who I feel <laughs> nothing for except pleasant companionship. Like, that's not a good – like, in the real world, at least, you can be like – Back out on Tinder, like, going to find that perfect (laughs) connection. And on the show, she's like, I already know what my other options are. And they're not bad options, though. They're not. They're not. But I don't think she's that excited about any of them. Yeah. I think she's excited about Tyler and Judd. I think that she would be I think she would let Luke go if she really saw herself marrying any of the other guys. I guess we'll see if that shifts. Um, I guess. Yeah. And I think the producers are also playing. I agree. 100%. I think they are very in her head. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I have to hand it to them. I really, 
kind of enjoyed watching her drama with Luke this episode. Luke is a compelling character because he is so frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's something awful. yeah, he's so blatantly awful mm-hmm. that like I don't there's something satisfying about watching it and like being angry at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is my like perverse uh enjoyment of someone else's pain. <laughs> and I feel like the seasons where the bachelorette is really in control and really makes decisions that I relate to can be kind of boring. And like mm. seeing Hannah make bad decisions sometimes is my favorite thing about Hannah being the bachelorette <laughs> probably. That's what we're all supposed to like about her. She's supposed to be relatable. <laughs> she's supposed to be goofy. She's supposed to make bad decisions and yeah. all that sort of thing. So it's working. Yeah. But I think of myself as never making bad decisions. So I don't like relate to that. Um, no, I relate to it a lot. Yeah, yeah. But it's not even that it's relatable. I think it's just more interesting to watch people messing up. Mm-hmm. Like there's always that moment when someone like Becca or Rachel would send someone home at the right moment that felt really great and cathartic and like, yeah, like girl power. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, that person's gone now. And like, there's no more drama yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. And now I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, this like this cycle with Luke, it could start to grate. But I felt like it led to something a little more real from Hannah than most of the other dates where she's just like, I'm having fun. I love getting to know you and with Luke she's like really showing her like less flattering like mental processes and yeah. her mm-hmm. frustration mm-hmm. and her weak points and that's interesting yeah. like she's just what's the word raw <laughs> <laughs> every time you say raw I just think of me I'm sorry <laughs> no I know Luke Luke saying the word raw over and over again made me like it ruined the word <laughs> just, just disgusting <laughs> Um, all right, we should wrap this up. Any more final, final takeaways? Thoughts? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The cliffhanger. More Luke P. Here we yeah, go. More I will P. say this this episode was interesting, seeing her in real time grappling with what she spoke about on her day with, with Mike, which is, like, her issues of, like, self-love and mm-hmm. adapting to guys. And, like, it's interesting to watch it happening. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. It is kind of watching, like, someone in their pain a little bit. But mm-hmm. it is interesting to see her kind of grappling in real time with that. Um, but it's also painful because it's like you just want to yeah, rip her out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me wonder if she – she's identified that about herself, but I don't think she's really aware that that's what's happening with Luke. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Right. She's, like, she's very right. self-aware but is missing – the self-awareness within this unit right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's easier to do, have the self-awareness about things that already happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But maybe that will change. I think we will see her eventually get to her breaking point with Luke. Or and, she's uh, married to Luke right or now. Or she's married <laughs> to him, no. and I'm extremely oh, worried. God. I'm very worried for her. No. Um, before we wrap this up, do you guys just want to let everyone know where they can find you on social media? Yeah. So sure. we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Twitter, we live tweet every Monday. The number Woo. two, BLK Girls, the number one, Rose. And we're on Instagram, number two, Black Girls, the number one, Rose. And you can also email us, the number two, Black Girls, one Rose at gmail.com. 
Yeah. And this season, we're exclusively on Patreon. Yeah. So it's patreon.com slash the number two black girls, one rose. But Support them. Yes. <laughs> and our old seasons are up, too, on iTunes. You yeah. can listen to those. We started free. with Ari. That was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with listening to an old season recap. I find it very soothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Justine and Natasha, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. So fun. Come back anytime. Thanks. Thanks, Michelle. And now it's time for Feminism Fails. As long as Luke P is on this show, we're never going to run out of these. Um, Although, to be fair, not every Luke P-related feminism fail we have tonight is exactly his fault. So let's get into it. First of all, one that is his fault. Luke P refers to the show, The Quest for Hannah's Heart, as The Hunt. My God. Women are not prey. I don't know why we still have to tell people that. It seems like it should be pretty clear and straightforward. But this is not a healthy or uh, equal uh, way of framing heterosexual relationships. Exactly. Then we have the repeated injunctions to Luke P to, quote, be a man by doing really normal, non-gendered things like, you know, telling the truth to the person he's dating. Yeah, just like be a man, do something any adult should do. Uh, We know the guys mean well, but this idea that be a man is just like an efficient catch-all way of asking a man to behave well reinforces this idea that behaving responsibly and maturely is the province of men and not just something any adult should do. So we're going to give that one a four. Next, Luke P. keeps trying to stage or control Hannah's movements and choices during their one-on-one, while also, by the way, gaslighting the shit out of her. And the other men. Exactly. I mean, the way that he kept trying to instruct her that it was time to enjoy the date oh, when she was clearly God. still very upset. He's like, him. I'm trying to express my anger to you. And his answer was, well, I'll just let you enjoy me now. It was very condescending. Manipulative. Manipulative. And it really indicated that he just can't bring himself to see Hannah as being in control of the date at all. He still feels like on some level he's in charge of it. And that really bothered me. Um, I don't think you would ever see that from a female contestant on this show, um, the way that we see it from Luke P. So I'm going to give that a, a three. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests, Justine and Natasha of Two Black Girls, One Rose. Remember to check that out on Patreon and connect with them on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And of course, thanks to our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Also, remember to subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of Hannah's season recaps. And give us a five-star rating and review. It helps other people discover the show so that you can talk to them about it and come to our live shows together. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back next week for episode six of The Bachelorette. And if you're still listening, come to our live show. It's at the Bell House in Brooklyn on Thursday, July 25th. And, you know, bring a friend. You can buy tickets at the link in our Instagram bio, or you can find them on thebellhouseny.com.
Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.